Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Observer Pictures presents Boon, a serial drama podcast, written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 12, In Check. Myra walks into Porter's apartment. The empty bottle of rum is on the kitchen table. The pieces of the broken mug are still on the ground. She considers going to the bathroom to see how he is, but decides against it and cleans up the broken pieces instead. You don't have to do that. It's fine. Is this the happy mug? Had some trouble sleeping, I see. It was only half full. Are you better now? Yeah. I got a little bit of sleep. The shower helped. With the hangover or with last night? Both. Good. Happy to see you up and dressed. I thought I might have to crawl into bed with you. Not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually about to go. Um, I've got an appointment with Dr. Abbott. I thought that wasn't until Thursday. So before when you said you were better, you were lying. I'm sorry, I, I just... Last night was hard. You couldn't pick up a phone and call me? I skipped breakfast with Isaac and Allie to come check on you. I'm sorry. Stop saying you're sorry! I get it. Luke is an asshole, but what he said shouldn't send you running to the doctor. Well, I'd be fine if you hadn't fucking invited him. And now it's my fault? Yes! No, no. No, it's not. Damn it. Okay, mister, it's fine. It's fine. Well, clearly it's not. I'm not. I just... I really fucked up last night. No, you didn't. Luke did. Jesus, he promised me he was coming to support us. I thought that's what he was there for. Why would he do that? What is wrong with him? More than you know. I'm calling him. No, I'm going over there because I know him and he won't pick up... No, 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 don't, don't. It's... Look, it's not worth it, okay? I just want to be done with it. Well, I won't go over there, but damn it, I'll leave him a really stern voicemail. Just don't do anything. Promise me. <sighs> okay. For you, mister. But he shouldn't be able to pull this shit. I would murder Allie if she did that to me. I'm gonna be late. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I wanna meet after? 
Maybe go for a walk? Sure. I'll call you when I'm out. Love you. You'll lock up? Yeah. Of course. Say, Porter, I was surprised to get your call. This is the first time you've asked to reschedule an appointment. I- I'm sorry about that. I-, I know it's Sunday, and I'm sure you have better things to do than, than oh, see me. Oh, don't be sorry. It's fine. I told you on the first day that I'm here for you. So, why did you need to see me today? Well, uh, our engagement party was last night. Ah, yes. You met a lot of Myra's family for the first time. Yeah, uh, um... Yeah, that was a little intimidating, but they were all great. I I figured as much. She's amazing, and her her dad's wonderful. I got to meet one of her brothers, Isaac. He's a good guy, and I think they all liked me. Well, at least, you know, at at the beginning. What makes you think they stopped liking you? You know I proposed to Myra about three or four months ago, right? Yes. And I told you it didn't really go the way I'd hoped. Yes. I remember you saying that Luke spoiled the evening. (laughs) Yes, yeah, spoiled. That's that's a good word. Well, I hadn't really talked to him since then. He called a couple times, texted a lot, and he apologized. But you didn't forgive him. No. I just... I couldn't forgive him. I couldn't. It was... It was supposed to be this amazing moment. I wanted to ask Myra in front of all the people I loved... Dax and and me and Luke, we were like brothers. I I just don't understand how Luke is, Luke was my oldest friend. Focus, listen to my voice. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. In, out, in, out. Would you like some water? Please. Are you feeling better now? Yes. Do you want to tell me what happened at the engagement party? So, like I said, I hadn't talked to Luke in months. But then at the party last night, he shows up. I didn't invite him. Dax didn't invite him. Myra invited him. Did she tell you why? Yeah, she said something about not letting friendships die or some shit. How did that make you feel? Look, I I don't want to talk about Myra. We're not talking about Myra. We're talking about you. Okay. How did Myra's actions make you feel? Pissed off. Betrayed. I don't need her to... Fix stuff for me, you know? We were fine. It was fine. I didn't need Luke anymore. It was fine. Porter, what happened at the engagement party? Can I get some more water? Of course. You told me that I needed to get rid of anything toxic. Luke was toxic. Is toxic. 
Tell me what happened last night. So people are, sh people are sharing stories. Mostly Myra's family. Isaac, her brother, told a really funny one about ruffle butt underwear. <laughs> and then my sister was going to tell a story about me. Probably just as embarrassing. But then Luke... Luke gets up and... Luke gives up and gives a toast. He talks about us being in homeroom together when we were 13. I remember that really well. That year was the first time I felt comfortable at school. You know, like, like really comfortable. I wasn't a bad student. I just, I just didn't really like people, but Luke wasn't regular people. He kind of got me, I guess. I, I like being in control, but you know that. I've always had trouble when stuff gets away from me and Luke always knew when I wasn't in a good place, when I needed to step away. He was really good at that. He liked pranks, and I thought they were funny, and they usually calmed me down. He was always really good at pushing me to do things. Nothing, like nothing weird, but, I mean, he's the reason I climb. I don't know if I ever said that here. You never really talk about Luke. I know. We weren't as close after college. People change. What was I talking about? You were telling me about Luke's toast last night? Yeah, yeah, so, so he talked about us as kids and then he talks about the day we met Myra and how he's the reason Myra and I are together. Everything's cool, it's a little, it's a little uncomfortable, but nothing terrible. Then he, he, I'm just gonna need a minute, okay? Just a minute. Take your time. Why don't we come back to the party, okay? Right now, I want to ask you how you've been sleeping in the last couple of weeks. Usually with Myra. <laughs> okay, but I think you know what I was asking. Yeah, fine. No nightmares, sleeping through the night. What about last night? How did you sleep? My kitchen table. But I did sleep, which is not something I thought was gonna happen. I'm pretty sure the bottle of rum helped. Half bottle. It was only half full. And I drank it with tea, so that's, that's better. Right? It's been a long time since you've used alcohol as a coping mechanism. At least... a year. Dax called it regression. Dr. Fletcher is correct. Your behavior today is much like when you first started coming here. Your mood keeps changing, you're panicking, you keep deflecting. Are you ready to tell me what happened last night? So Luke, Luke has had a few drinks in. He's always been more interesting when he's drunk. So he's given the toast, talking about us as kids, talking about meeting Myra. And then he brings up Genevieve. And I'm doing great, I can talk about her, no problem. But he's so damn good at pushing. He sees lines and he just, he jumps the fuck over them. He says that no one would be here there, no one would be there if Genevieve hadn't died. His exact words, with Genevieve gone, Porter was able to move on to Myra, who I saw first. <laughs> Fuck him! Okay, okay. So he says this in front of your friends, your family, your soon-to-be new family? Why do you think he did it? To fuck with me. 
because that's his favorite thing. Yes. You said he likes to push you. But could it be Luke showing his own insecurities? His insecurities about what? Luke isn't the one getting married. Maybe he feels inadequate. And when we feel inadequate, we lash out at the ones we love. <laughs> you think Luke loves me? You said yourself that he's your oldest friend. And the way you spoke about him today, and the few times that you've spoken about him before, he's your best friend. Oldest? Yes. Best? No. Not at all. You would have never considered Luke to be your best friend? A long time ago, maybe. Yeah, he, he was. Him and Dax and Jen, they all were. Friendships change, of course. People get older, mature, find different paths. But friendships don't usually go away without some major event. Would you consider Luke's actions on the night you proposed to be that event? No, that wasn't it. But you haven't spoken to him since then, not until last night. We've been there before. There are a few times we've gone, like, weeks without talking. Like I said, Luke likes to push sometimes. Sometimes he pushes too far, and I need time. All right. That's healthy that you recognize that. I wish... God, I wish Myra had told me she asked him to come. I wasn't ready. She doesn't understand. She didn't realize that I needed time. I needed more time. Why doesn't Myra understand, Porter? She doesn't know Luke. She doesn't understand how he likes to push. You keep talking about Luke pushing, pressuring you? Did he do this last night? Yes, yes, he... So he said... So he said the thing about Myra, that he saw her first, and it was embarrassing, and I was angry. What did you do with that anger? I took him outside. Dax was with me. I yelled. I shoved him. I told him to sober up. And now, I'm not even sure if he was drunk. He planned it. He planned to come there and destroy me. Destroy is a strong word. Look, look at me! You said yourself that I'm like, I'm like I was before. Two and a half years. He took away two and a half years. Porter, is there something else you want to tell me? Porter looks directly into Dr. Abbott's eyes. Is this the moment? His entire body hurts from trying to keep it in. He wants to tell her. He wants the weight lifted. She doesn't break eye contact. He can feel the truth bubbling up. Our time is up. Porter, is there something else you want to tell me? It's Sunday, Dr. Abbott. I've already taken enough of your time. I'll see you Thursday. Yeah. Porter, please don't hesitate to call if you need me before then. Thank you. Join us again next week for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter, Melinda Paul as Myra, Theron Womack as Dr. Abbott, and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Season 2 was recorded at Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Production sound, Carl Huber. Assistant directors, Amanda Lorraine and Van Donnell. Sound design and mixing, Joshua Sui. 
Original music, Brian Irwin. Script supervisor, Delilah Ferrer. Production assistant, Brian Allen. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information on the show, including a full list of cast and crew, and where to find us on social media, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with a friend. Anna Sheridan, New York Times bestselling author of Supernatural Horror, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Is the compass broken? Or did I turn to the that? Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierced the veil, so to speak. Weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you. Find me. Of course. What else would it be? The Sheridan Tapes, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.